Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. The lights are off. The power bill's been paid. I just like it dark like a bat K. Across the other side of the desk, though I can barely see him. I think if I grow up in the dark... Oh, mm, there he is. Hey, Seth Spotlow, how you doing? Good, man. Get a handful of fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize you were that fuzzy of a man. I might as well call you a peach. <laughs> but again, folks, welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. So humbly named after, well, me, Joey Clark. And I also want to mention another name before we really get into the hot and heavy, thick news out there right now. Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. You know Eddie Bader, right, Seth? Oh, good guy, man. Love him to death. Oh, what a wonderful man. For instance, there's one property I believe he has listed, 2023 Capitol Avenue. I'm intimately familiar with it. New hardwood laminate floors, granite countertops in the kitchen, gas stovetop, one of my favorite things, so you can cook a steak consistently on that hot, hot skillet. Real close to downtown. You can't beat that. Very close to downtown. A more revitalized part of Capitol Heights. It's a great find at a very good price. That's just one listing Eddie Bader has to offer the fine folks of the River Region. So if you're looking to buy a home like that place on Capitol Avenue or buy a place in Wetumpka, Prattville, even on Lake Martin, ooh, lakeside living's pretty fine. Oops. Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group can help you with that, whether you're looking to buy a home or sell a home here in the River Region. So give them a call, 322-0662. Again, that number, Seth? 322-0662. Now, if we look at just, uh, we did this another Wednesday not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It's the sexy uh, 60-something-year-old <laughs> on, uh, on the television screen, Marianne Williamson. Hey, Marianne, I got a crystal you can come rub. Buckets of love, man. No, Buckets seriously, if she wants to give me a therapy session, I need it. <laughs> Don't care if it's divine buckets of love or you giving me a crash course on a course in miracles or whatnot. I'll take anything right now because if you peruse the headlines, Seth, and everybody listening, Joe Biden, top headline on the Drudge Report. Who's Joe Biden that? says, President fueling carnage. <gasps> mm-hmm. You know, at the scene of the Dayton shooting, more people got in fights in front of there. Protesters and counter-protesters about the president visiting the area. He didn't even go to that part of town. (laughs) Uh, Fox News is beating CNN. Drudge is beating Google News. And as always, when you look at rankings of websites, 
What do you think dominates the top ten? Number one right now is Google. Number two, YouTube. Number three, Facebook. Number four, Amazon. Okay. Okay. All to be expected. Pretty much top four. Number five, Yahoo. Who still uses Yahoo? They they have AOL accounts. Number six, I'm not sure if I'm familiar with this uh, this website. What? It's uh, corn. No, 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 no. Pornhub. Oh, oh. Pornhub.com. Oh, well, at least they're spires free. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. If somebody says they've never heard of that, just invest in a black light and go say, hey, can I visit? <laughs> Number seven. Xvideos.com. Ooh, that sounds kinky. Number eight, Twitter. So Twitter's behind two porn sites. That sounds kind of kinky, too. Number nine on the top websites in the world right now. XNXX.com. Oh, we know what people are really doing. I assume that's another porn site. Then you get into more stuff like Instagram, Reddit, eBay, Wikipedia, Bing... Craigslist, Live.com, X-Hamster. So, they, do they sell hamsters? <laughs> do they, they sell, like, small rodents as pets? Rodents and paper towels. Interesting. Netflix, Zillow, Walmart.com, Pinterest, Chase, LinkedIn, Fox News, blah, 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 blah. So, those are the top websites, and it's mostly porn. Must be a lot of bored, lonely people out there. And you know what? Doing that while watching that porn, you know what's going to do for you? It's going to leave you lonely. You go to X-Ham. You're going to be you're, after a little bit of hope. You're going to have a big letdown. All right, <laughs> all right. So you know, maybe spend your time doing something else, you dopes. Oh, but what else is out there in the news? Um, Biden again is saying that President Trump is fueling carnage. People are fighting on the streets of Dayton, Ohio. The White House might be drafting an order on tech industry censorship. The New York Times, their stock tumbled 20%. Good God, man. The Census Bureau is seeking to hire non-citizens ahead of 2020. Trump endorses some gun control laws. Wow, look at that. But it, of course, won't be enough for his opposition because when you are the opposition party, what's your number one goal? It's in the name, Seth. Uh-huh. Oppose. Oppose. Ah, okay, oppose. I really, I, it's like we're playing t-ball, man. man. And, you, <laughs> and you hit the base you know, of the tee, not you know the ball. You I suck at this game. Yeah, well, I put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, and... I'm going to keep you on your toes. Well, right? I learned something there. Thank you. Uh, Disney shares slide. <laughs> oh, look at this. Nick Cage. You know, the other day, I was talking about this. I watched Con Air for the first time in years. What an amazing movie. Oh, and you know what happened during that time that Hmm. nobody knows about? He was almost Superman. Really? Yes. In the late 90s, he was almost Superman. They fitted him for uh, the suit, and it was different, and... uh, and he was pretty like he was pretty swole back in the nineties. And the uh, the suit was super cool, man. If you look on the internet, you can find, find Nick Cage as Superman. Yeah, it's the the making of the movie that never came out because it was a Tim okay. Burton Batman or Tim Tim Burton Ooh, Superman. Superman. Yeah. Oh wow! See, but I don't like this whole thing that what was it? Uh, Zack Snyder did with Superman. Ooh. The ones with Henry Cavill yeah. is the. Number one, who needs a Superman like hot and heavy bathtub scene with Lois Lane? I mean, it was pretty 
it could have been on Pornhub. But you know, it's Superman. I know. And you know enough of that. Why is Superman so gloomy? Superman should be our last best hope. Superman should, should be like this god who descends and saves humanity. Come on, Eeyore. Huh. You should know. <laughs> no, I'm saying because I'm an Eeyore, you need a little bit of hope. One of the most touching... I'm not a big comic guy, but somebody sent me a Superman edition that had Superman talking to a kid who was about to jump from the top of a building. Really? And it was Superman counseling this suicidal kid. And it's like one Can of the most... Jump? No, oh, okay. he saves them. Okay, and he doesn't have to use his superpowers to do it. And it's just such a beautifully written comic strip. Uh, it's just really well done. There's a lot of crap going on in America, essentially, folks. Like I'm looking here, where is any of the good news? Is Mickey Mouse? No, his stocks are down. That's oh. why you're seeing. <laughs> that's why he's got the sad face on. But uh, Nick Cage, man, ooh, what a guy! What a guy! He um, he was he's the star of Con Air, and I forgot how silly and fun that movie is. If you want to find a really good cheesy, self-aware cheese nineties <laughs> uh, action movie, folks, go watch Con Air. It's got not only Nick Cage in it. I forgot Dave Chappelle's in it. Oh yeah, John Malkovich is in it. Uh, um. Uh, what John is it? Cusack. John Cusack. My, that's my dude. Uh, was it Ving Rhames? Yeah. Uh, who, Steve Buscemi's in it. Uh, oh, he he was the serial the killer. Serial killer. That gets loose. Yeah, he's the one who gets away. <laughs> uh, yeah, though it seems like he's a little reformed because he didn't kill that little girl. Aw, he's learning the love. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy movie, but it's really really good. It is. Um, and Nick Cage is just—he's one of those guys that. He just gets better with age. Kind of like Marianne Williamson. <laughs> Look at her. That, I mean, what amazing bone structure. His southern accent is terrible in that movie. That's what he tries yeah, to do. Yeah, it is it's really so is bad. bad. And it's constantly changing. He can't pinpoint <laughs> it. It's so, so funny. Oh, man. But here's the thing. With all the carnage going on in the United States of America, um, you know, I revisited something I wrote around... Uh, well, something Joe Biden keeps citing. The Charlottesville rally, protest, counter-protest. Person died because a racist, not one that we just accused, like an actual white nationalist, ran over somebody at one of the counter-protesters and killed her with his car. That's called murder, ladies and gentlemen. And thou shall not murder. Though I feel like we knew this before it was written in stone, but... We need to be reminded. But when Charlottesville happened, I knew what they were doing. And by they, I mean the press and a lot of political types. I knew what they were doing. They wanted to make this like a a huge symbolic moment. The crossroads the nation is currently at. And I, oh, I found myself just shaking my head. Because our politicians will call for unity out of one side of their mouth and then, you know, damn half the country in the other side of their mouth. Because, you know, you're the ones dividing. I'm the one uniting. Exactly. Sounds like a divisive statement to me. Bunch of fingers getting pointed. So whether it's, you know, our politicians telling us to be pissed off at one another or politicians telling us to come together right now. I say rather than heeding these hollow... Not hallowed, hollow calls for peace and unity, or eating the calls to fight, fight. There's an enemy, 
there's an enemy wanting to take you on. Fight with me, my friends. This is the ghost of John McCain from beyond the grave, and people are coming to get you. There's somebody out there looking to get you, folks, don't you know? There's evil in the world, and it's embodied by people that we clearly don't like ideologically. No, but rather than listening to our politicians call for peace and unity or find people to fight, um, most Americans, what we need to do right now is just keep doing what we're already doing. You know, the vast majority of people in this country, when you talk about the people and how the majority is so important... The vast majority of people don't vote in national elections. Yeah. I think there needs to be something added that if the vast majority, if, if nobody votes, like 65% of people don't vote, then you got to have another election. Uh, you actually have to get our attention and actually have to get our consent. That would make but, sense. Yeah, but, you know. No the ones that are actually doing the voting look down on the non-voters. It's like, you're so lazy. And the other folks go, no, y'all are kind of acting like bullies. And I know you're scared. You've been told that there's a lot of real and imagined hobgoblins and giants and fee fi vo fum Here comes the scary big bad thing you must, you know, be scared of. <laughs> What most Americans need to do right now, though, is just keep doing what they're doing. You need to enjoy the little bit of freedom that you do have. The most freedom probably ever granted to human beings on this earth. I mean, unless you, you might want to talk about being a hunter-gatherer or like a nomad or something. I mean, you have a lot of freedom when you're just hunting and gathering. But that's all but you're doing. That's yeah, not that's freedom. all you're doing. Yeah. You're living in squalor. I mean, you're going to die from a lot of diseases. This whole golden age passed before we had you know, modern luxuries. The idea that it, well, the people had so much better and they didn't have to worry about the you know, almighty dollar and how to get a job. And no. No, it wasn't better back then. There's a reason we now have billions of more people alive today. It's due to, you know, things like free markets. But, you know, keep enjoying the little bit of freedom. The freedom you have in so many ways, too numerous to list. That's what we should keep doing. And I think that's the best middle finger. Let's just throw the double birds up right at the politicians and the political media. Join me, folks. Stick both arms, especially if you've got that long wingspan like Southernwood. Have you seen that guy's arms? Clay Sharp's arms are just freakishly long. It must come in handy. It's, there's a reason they call him the hammer. He's able to, like, reach around all sorts of AC equipment and, and just get things. It's and, But stick both hands out your window and say, screw you, political media. Screw you, politicians. I'm an American. I'm going to use my freedom to have a little bit of fun and enjoy my life. So keep in mind, folks, while we wail and gnash our teeth in Dayton, Ohio, and in El Paso, and I'm not talking about the folks lost loved ones. I'm not talking about the folks that are truly heartbroken and they want to actually bring people together. I'm talking about the cynical a-holes that want to use every freaking tragedy that comes across on this God's green earth and use it for their quest for more political power to save the world. You know, it's got to be that you're in a weird position that it would be politically advantageous for you if another mass shooting happens and it's another white supremacist, evil racist, it's got to be a weird position when, politically speaking, that would help you. You have to have no conscience at all. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, no, I have plenty of conscience. But here's the thing. While all this crazy crap, whatever the news media focuses on, like Charlottesville or anything else, and says this is a symbolic moment for the nation, I'm not telling you to put your head in the sand and ignore the real and, well, sometimes overblown problems in this country. You can have an opinion. You should care about your fellow human beings. What I'm talking about is media propaganda. What I'm talking about is political propaganda. What you should do when you see that stuff... And when you're told to pick a side, you're either part of the Antifa or the white nationalist. Stop letting people use the extremes to define you. Instead, you know, attend a baseball game or football season's about back. Enjoy some football. Soccer events are also fun. Millions, billions watch them around the world. Now, while a few political boobs clash in the streets all over the place, millions of Americans are attending pop concerts, their cheerleading competitions, CrossFit games was just this weekend. Neighborhood barbecues, jazz festivals, movie showings, yoga classes, college classes, dog training seminars. X Games. Baby showers, weddings. Yeah, X Games. How about the Fortnite big video game competition, though? Virtual violence, you know. Well, uh, I actually saw a a colorized photo. You know how they'll take these old historic photos? Mm -hmm. And they'll add with our newfangled technology, like color. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to an old black and white photo. Yeah. I actually saw a photo of that evil son of a bitch Hitler. And it was colorized. And guess what he was doing? He was leaning back on his couch. And he had a Xbox controller in his hand. <laughs> so that's what led to, you know, the pogroms and like the anti Semitism and the World War Two. Uh, Violent video games. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was playing mm-hmm. GTA five. Anyway, folks, the point is just remember that while the political nincompoopery and asshattery and all the ding-dongs that want to control your life by scaring you and playing on your envy and jealousy and all the tragedies that happen to you, as well as your fealty and love, because if you're a good patriot, of course you're going to go along with the team. While all this nincompoopery and asshattery goes on, and as it reveals its ugly face day after day... Just remember that you can be part of the millions of Americans who are relaxing at home, reading a book or guzzling down champagne mixers, sharing old high school memories with old friends or smoking hookah pipes. You could be, in fact, (laughs) visiting these old, well, tried and true vices of the human race. As Diogenes the Cynic said way back, ancient Greece, if he could rub his belly, rub his belly good and get rid of his hunger, he would. And you could visit one of these very popular websites. I mean, you could just, you know, text a boy or girl you met last night, or you could email a long-lost love you haven't seen in 10 years. See, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You could do all these things. Americans, go shopping. What crass materialism? Stuff isn't going to make you happy. No, not stuff in and of itself, but uh, some stuff makes you happy. The fact that I have now a washing machine and working air conditioning at the new apartment. Yeah, that's a great thing. You do look a little less shiny. Thank you for that. (laughs) Americans are putting on fundraisers in fun ways. Oh, yeah. That's what we do as Americans. We eat junk food and we eat health food. Sometimes... The health food is the junk food. You know. Really? How? I've been. Oh, I'll, sh- I'll tell you how. It's been. I've been doing it to myself. Really? Yeah. Dude. For instance, okay. I've been going. It's hot. Yes. So I've been going through the ice cream aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a thought. I'm like, you know what? 
I'm not going to get that whole pint of Bluebell or Ben and Jerry's or like that double fudge brownie batter cookie The dough. good stuff? Oh, that stuff's awesome. But then I see it. I'm like, oh, Greek yogurt ice cream bars, but that taste like fudge and brownie batter. I'm like, oh. 100 calories a bar. Is that good? It's, it's very tasty. It's so tasty that I'm thinking, oh, healthy food option, only 100 calories a bar, high in protein, a little bit less sugar than regular ice cream, a little less fat than regular ice cream. It'll be great for you, Joey. And then I eat the whole freaking box. <laughs> <laughs> so junk food and healthy food. How many food, were in it? Uh, four. Oh. So I just put down 400 calories of chocolate Greek yogurt. Oh, well, at least it wasn't like eight bars. Mm-hmm. But I, I've been a pretty regular guy because of that. <laughs> oh, say, hey. Yeah. Because all of you wanted to know about that. But, yes, yeah, sometimes junk food can be health food. Sometimes they're completely separate things. Uh, cheese puffs, brown butter, asparagus. Mm, mm. Oh, I'm getting hungry just talking about it. Americans. This is what Americans do. We curl our toes in the white sands of the beaches along the Gulf of Mexico. We go kayaking up little rivers and streams and creeks across this rich and plentiful land. We're blessed with all these natural waterways and tributaries. It's wonderful. Americans are driving their sports cars, damn it. Americans, like riding their bikes, are hiking up the side of mountains, or running once again on the beach. Americans like to go see our natural pleasures and treasures. The great national parks, Yellowstone, the Grand Canyon. The point is this, folks. The news... And most of what our politicians say don't actually represent who we are. We're much more complicated than the way the news presents us. In good ways and bad. We all have our little worries and our big worries. We have our talents, we have the things we're good at and the things we wish we were better at. And we make mistakes, and sometimes we don't correct them, and they eat at us. And we make mistakes, and sometimes we do correct them, and we become better people for it. And when you're talking about a nation of nearly 350 million people, which is really not just one nation, it's probably 10 different nations all mashed into one, and somehow we've made it work for over 200 years, and yet... The news and the politicians would have you believe what we have right now is a battle between vicious racists and Stalinists. It's bullcrap. Americans are better than that. And all the stuff the politicians and the woke people or the good American patriots want you to think when you're out there actually enjoying your freedom in life is, oh, you're just putting your head in the sand. Oh, you, you, you don't actually care about the big issues facing the nation. Well, excuse me, pardon me, but I'm not falling for the trick anymore. Because you want to tell me I'm free, but then you want to tell me that I have to regulate myself in almost every way in order to fit on one of your teams. So to hell with all of you. I'm going to go enjoy my life. To hell with it. It breaks my heart what happened this past weekend. There's only so much you can care about. But when it's right there on the front pages, what a... 
when an antiquated term who actually reads real newspapers anymore when it's right there on the headlines and the websites that we all read when we're not at the adult websites (laughs) but when it's there in your face and you see carnage yes that is the word for it and you see insanity and you see toxic ridiculously idiotic ideologies that are violent in nature taking the lives of some of our fellows not just our fellow American citizens but our fellow human beings my heart does break but I say to hell with all these folks that look at these things that happen and either out of cynicism and wanting to win a political game or out of an overabundance of care because there are people that really do their hearts bleed so much sometimes they're losing blood from their brain I guess that's forgivable. The folks that are playing the cynical games, wanting to paint this side or that side, the great evil, the great new Satan. Well, we already got a country halfway across the world calling the United States the great Satan. We don't need any help from actual other Americans. The hell with y'all. I'd rather enjoy myself than sit here and tie myself in knots on which team I should be a part of. I want liberty, plain and simple. And I want liberty not just so I can be who I want to be, but I want liberty so other people can enjoy their lives. Don't tread on me. Don't tread on anyone. Stop letting these asshats up in D.C. define us. And especially these asshats up in New York City. Not the millions of people, again, just trying to get by and live their lives. But this national media... They do good things, they do bad things, but in general, it's a big show. It's a lot less entertaining than, like, SummerSlam that's coming up this Sunday. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be quite a show. Yeah, I might have to come hang. I'm excited, man. The wrestling war is getting going. I was wondering where it was at, man. No, SummerSlam, it's a big summer temple event. Sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm free on Sundays now. Nice, yeah, you should come over and watch it. Yeah. Um, but then also it's heating up with the wrestling war with like uh, AEW starting on All Elite Wrestling, starting up their promotion on TNT Ooh, in one October. Fox. Yeah, SmackDown's going to Fox. Yes. SmackDown Live. Yeah, just heating up. And if you're a wrestling fan, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, but folks, this whole rant I've been on tonight, you can call it apathy. You can call it cynicism. You can call it quietism. <gasps> Quietism. You're just not willing to speak up on the important issues of the day. That didn't sound too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm more than happy to speak on the important issues of the day. Except that nobody's talking really about anything important. Or if it is an important subject, you're not treating it seriously. You're treating it as just another tool in your box to go and throw at the other side. So to hell with you. But I think if more Americans acted like, well, most Americans who simply enjoy their free time and their hard-earned dime, and either maybe they're too hedonistic, maybe they do give in to the pleasures of life too much, or maybe they're actually out there helping their fellow man. But if more Americans did what most Americans are already doing, politics would seem even more stupid even smaller 
an utter waste of time and energy on something already very stupid and very, very small indeed. That said, I've wasted enough of my own time and energy thus far. It was good, man. You're bad, Wood. Enjoy your liberty, folks, while you still have it. <sighs> I'm just all worked up, man. I see that, man. Because, like, it's one of those days where it's just like a avalanche. I, I'm looking at the news going... It's rough, man. Why is it so nasty? It's, it's like they're, they're trying to take the news and make it a movie that never stops. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, again, a tool. Yeah. For certain politicians. Let's see. You want to see who's on line one? Go for it, man. Okay, let's see. News talk, you're on there. Who's this? Hey, Joey. This Dennis Mitchell. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. What'd you say your first name was? Uh, uh, Dennis. Oh, hey, Dennis. How are you? All right, man. I was wondering, did you hear the bad news the other day about Harley Rates? I did. I did, man. I was watching a classic pay-per-view where he was pretty late in his career. It was, uh, I think, a Survivor Series from the early 90s. And, I mean, that man was just such a... Who? Harley Race. He was a, a wrestling legend, especially during the Territory days. Oh, he was okay. He was a king. I mean, That was the good old days. And he taught so many people. He was a legend in his own right. And it was back when, yeah, it, it was always a bit scripted. But back in those days, you had to be ready when somebody called you out like you're at the bar. You got to be ready to whoop that ass. Yeah, because you can't have some <laughs> regular person show you, you know, show you up or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, he yeah. was uh, from everything I've heard, all the stories I've heard, the the modern day wrestlers and some of the legends still alive. I mean, what a man, what a character. Yeah, he was a man's man. I, t- I tell you, there was an interesting story about Harley Race. You know. I bought his book that he wrote a few years back, mm-hmm. and he got expelled from school because he punched the, his principal out. <laughs> mm. Principal probably deserved it. <laughs> well, I tell you, man, those were the days, Joey and all that. That AEW coming up with Cody Ronalds running it. Yeah. You, th- you think he's not going to screw up like Dixie Carter did or Eric Bischoff? You think he's going to learn from their mistakes? And well, run a- n- number one, they got Bischoff on WWE side running SmackDown now. So oh, you don't- boy, that ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Heyman running Raw, which is kind of fun, actually, having those two guys with their fingerprints all over those two different brands. But um, I, I hope they don't screw it up because a lot of the talent is really young, and then they still yeah. have the... I love, I'm a huge Chris Jericho fan. Um, yeah. And I think he's been fantastic. I just, what the proof is going to be can they do it week to week? I think the pay per views thus far they've put on have they, have, they've been fantastic. Uh, whether it was Double or Nothing or Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest, those pay per view shows were wonderful. And having good old JR, Jim Ross, as the announcer was taking me. Now that's, back. A, that's an announcer there. He, he, I'll rank him up there behind Gordon Soley and mm-hmm. Charlie Plant, who do Southeastern Wrestling. Ron Fuller and Lance Russell, Bob Cottle, and Bill Mercer with World Class Wrestling out there, and all you good wrestling announcers. You got too many slick announcers, you know. Well, and there's so they've got somebody in their ear, and they're not allowed to be themselves. They should be themselves, Joey. You know that's. You know, I hope it works. I hope it. And what about Billy Corgan? 
of the special. He's uh, still. What's he going? What's he going to do with the NWA now? I think he'll probably kind of work on the side and work with AEW a little bit. Yeah, Billy Corgan. Yeah. Really? He's a huge wrestling no guy. No way. Smashing Pumpkins. Wow, He's Fat Billy Corgan. Yeah, he owns right? NWA. Is he kind of chubby now. I'm not sure he's a big man as is. I don't know what his actual BMI is. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, if you see, well, I'm just. But I want to make one point about uh, Dennis about Jim Ross. He's still got it, man. At, at his age, he's still dealing with the Bell's palsy. I think his wife died a couple years ago. He was yeah. really went through the ringer with that. Now he wanted to get back into announcing. WWE kind of was paying a lot of money just to sit behind the scenes. And like, there was this one moment at Double or Nothing, Dennis where it was the one of the women's matches. And all of a yeah. sudden, this big woman, Awesome Kong, comes out. It's like, my God, Awesome Kong's here. And she steps into the ring, and she does this like big, almost like sumo stop. And Jim Ross says this line, and I'm, I almost died because it was so good. Maybe laugh and also like get sucked into the match. He goes, the big cat is in the yard. Now, look <laughs> at that. You don't want to get one of those mitts on you. I was like, oh, man. That's amazing, Joey. Well, Joey, I tell you, it's the first time I called your show. I'm going to leave it with your old catchphrase saying, ah, Captain, have a good night, sir. Aye. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> good call, Dennis. Yeah, See, man. this is what we should be doing. We should yes. be enjoying ourselves. Yep. Because as the song says, well, this song, this is just the end of it, but all the haters and the lovers, at the end of the day, they all want to be free. Yeah. Except for the asshats who only want power. I like it when we do this with the lights off. I know, this is cool, man. As well as the radio show. (laughs) We'll be right back. Joey Clark. Welcome back, folks. So, something you should know about me, and Seth, you might have noticed this in the short amount of time you've known me, which has only been about two years. This show will be two years old on September the 11th. Yeah, man. But, so you've known me probably about a year and a half. year and a half, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever been diagnosed with it, but I do constantly struggle with, and it was before I really got into politics, I struggle with, might be depression, but it's ennui is one word for it, if I'm being pretentious, but it's like boredom, apathy, lack of motivation. Laziness. Laziness to a degree, but... I mean, you know me. I like I'll work my ass off if I'm properly motivated. Yeah. Like I, I get up and I'm working out six days a week, and I do this, you know, seven hours of on-air radio and all the back-end stuff, as well as behind-the-scenes production. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. I gotta, I gotta stop doing that. 
But it's it's always a constant struggle. I find myself saying, uh, it might be best to put this in a simple question, like, what's the point? Oh, you make money, you buy stuff, you get a family, you have kids, and eventually all your stuff rots away, you get old and you die. What's the point? The point is not to hate it. Hmm. Well, not long ago, about, I think, two years ago, before we got to really know each other, uh-huh. I put out a question. Ooh. I put the question out, what's the point to the fine folks <laughs> on the Book of Faces? Oh. I have to say... I Facebook stalk all my friends, as well as some people that aren't my friends. Uh-huh. And by the way, I, I think I got to delete Instagram. Why? Because it's become just one massive thirst trap. What do you mean? You know what they mean by thirst trap? Like cleavage shots, butt shots, oh, yeah. like all these fitness models and people on those popular websites. Uh huh. You got to earn mine. Yeah, I'm just uh, no, I don't. I'm not spending any money, but oh, it's just no. I've got some you know like DDP yoga, DDPY stuff on there, and wrestling, and some politics, and some good stuff on my Instagram. But a lot of Prince stuff, of course. But there's a lot of there's just a lot of smut. Yeah, a lot of crap. All these just glor- gorgeous women, unrealistic expectations. Exactly. So maybe I need to delete it. But when I do Facebook stalk my Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you put photos publicly on Facebook, people can look, look at them. Um, I have to say, I've also looked at people who aren't my friends and other friends list. I have one of the best-looking Facebook friend lists there is. <laughs> Especially if you take out, like, all the people that were grandfathered in from, like, high school and my family. Mm-hmm. Like, just the people I've made friends with over the last seven, eight years on the Book of Faces, I have a very good-looking friends list. Really? Mm-hmm. Guys mm-hmm. and girls. Hmm. And a few transgender people. It's just a, a spectacular group of people. Yeah, my, a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, and they're, they're all different political types and stripes, and they have different tastes of music, and they, they like to argue with each other, but in a fun, chummy way. It's... It's a beautiful, beautiful friends list. Mine is just terrible, made of everybody, and just like that, it's horrible. And I love to see my the people that follow me that number go up like two and then back down. Yeah, because it never it's gets, something you said. It yeah. never gets above seventy one or like below seventy one, but it never gets above seventy six. You share some pretty fire dank memes. Yeah, hey man, I listen to crap. Yeah, <laughs> but I uh, I put out about two years ago. Um, what's the point? Okay. And what I'm doing, folks, is kind of doing an inventory, revisiting, trying to feel my oats or something like that. That might be the wrong idiom. I just like saying, (laughs) feel my oats. Um, But I wanted to see how people would react. What's the point? Would they think it was uh, depressed and I was depressed and just it was a cry for help? Yeah. Or would they see it as just another cynical post from their favorite libertarian curmudgeon or their hardly thought of libertarian curmudgeon. Eeyore. But I wasn't disappointed by the responses. You know, one of the radio moms here, Mommy the Swami, Uh huh. she said, you are one strange young man. We love you, spite of that. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. And that's what I like. I like it when somebody indeed, and indeed I am strange. Other people responded in uh, like a nihilistic or nihilistic fashion. One person said, there is no point, Joey. Ooh, I like that. That's 
Another person said there ain't one. Uh, While others were more altruistic, saying, you know, give it more, give more than you, you take. That's a good, wow. that's a good thing. Or make other people's lives better. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good motivation. And of course, some people, some of the folks out there, the good-looking folks on my friend list on the Book of Faces, responded humorously, saying, on my head. What's the point? On my head. Well, when you come out the wrong way. Um, or to drive your enemies before you and hear the lamentation of their women. What? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. You, you know that reference? Uh-uh. I think it's Conan the Barbarian. Really? Yeah, it's Arnold. Oh, I was thinking Greek. Yeah. But two of my favorite responses when I asked, what's the point? Hit me right between the eyes. Two answers from two very different people. One was a progressive woman about my age. And the other, a middle-aged anarchist. Not the, like, throwing trash cans through Starbucks or setting things on fire type. More the, you know, peace, love, and happiness. We don't need any rulers. But an anarchist with some right-wing sensibilities. Kind of anarcho-capitalist, if you've heard the word. So, two very different types of people. One my age, one a middle-aged anarchist. Yet despite these differences, uh, their two answers together sort of encapsulate a good life philosophy mm-hmm. quite well. In response to the question, what's the point, the young progressive woman answered with a question of her own. The people you love? And the middle-aged man answered, asking that question. Indeed, that is the point of life, folks. Oh, that's good. Indeed. To love one another, whether it's romantically or good friendships. Yeah. Good platonic friendships like me and my good... It was a Nazi! Where? It was a Nazi! (laughs) My good, you know... Aww. Yeah, Seth here. Yeah. But the point of life is, again, to love one another and to, to honestly seek out the truth of this world and our place in it. Seeking happiness and friendships and long conversations and the pleasure nature has offered us and the fruits of our reason and imagination and the avoidance of vain ambitions for power over others, for money, for money's sake, fame for fame's sake. It's all, uh, I think that's a blind alley. You do have to wonder. I don't think I'm in this position by any means. But, like, people that have really made it... And when you make it, you have more opportunities. Once, If you really seize an opportunity, you got it by the ass. You usually get more opportunities presented. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, why do the rich people get more... Get richer? Because, well, they got rich in the first place. Yeah. It's something to start with. Um... So, I've heard conversations among people who have made it. Like, what's your number? Like, what, what's my number? How much money is enough money? It could be fairly arbitrary where you said it. It's a pretty good point. It's like, if you're just going after money for money's sake, you need a limit to that, man. Now, if you're trying to make more money and create more wealth and accumulate more wealth... In order to do things, build things, help people, great. But money for money's sake, you probably should have a number. I do worry about fame for fame's sake. 
I keep quoting songs this week, but uh, you can guess who the source is. Oh, yeah. But when life's a stage in this brand new age, how do we engage? Ooh. The song goes on, bullying just for fun. There's no wonder there's so many guns. Maybe we're better off in space. But I, I kind of step back and I realize that the world is much bigger than this political nonsense we get fed yep. day after day after day. There's things like SummerSlam this Sunday. Yeah. There's all sorts of amazing podcasts out there. It's the little things, man. Yeah, and, and, and also the most important things are getting to know people. Yeah. So I'm going to say it now. Maybe I've said it before, but I really mean it. And if I don't live up to it, I want people to hold my feet to the fire. I gotta stop being a hermit. I gotta get out more. I'm trying, fool. But I'm not looking, and you're not gonna tempt me with this, but I'm not looking to go get, you know, wasted or anything no, like that. No, you're just gonna come hang out, man. That's an every once in a while thing. Yeah. But I'm done with those days. You know I don't roll like that. Right. I want new adventures, yeah, new experiences, man. to meet new people. I, I wanna... I, I've lived in this city now for 26 of my 30 years here on Earth, and I feel like I don't, I don't even know it. Like with the mayor's race up, I started thinking, what would it be like to be mayor? What is it necessary to be mayor? I don't need to be mayor. Yeah, but come on. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. Oh. Montgomery doesn't want that. <laughs> but what what is the city actually like? How can I really call it my city if I just... Come to work and go home. Yeah. And occasionally exactly. stop at the grocery store and buy too many Greek yogurt bars because I know I'm going to eat eight tonight. <laughs> I got to get out there. I got to see what's going on downtown. I got to see what's going on, like, with developments going on out east. And maybe go visit Prattville and Wetumpka and Pike Road and go kayaking and hiking and do all sorts of things. For some reason, folks, Seth had to step out. I'm not sure what he's up to, but he all of a sudden, maybe, you know, he has a small bladder. Sorry for that. But also, I'm sort of re-engaging, reigniting the plan going forward. What do we have on the horizon? Well, number one, we do have what is important, the 2020 presidential campaign. And I think it would do me a service and do all of us a service for the few of you who listen, and I thank all 30 of you. Who are the players in this? Seriously, it's Joe Biden. It's Bernie Sanders. It's Elizabeth Warren. You get a few no-names, and you get the, the more interesting candidates like Marianne Williamson and Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard as well as Donald Trump. So I think I'm going to bring you sort of a day-to-day back and forth from them without getting too worked up, though I'm not going to keep that promise. We also have big issues that, unfortunately, the politicians and our thought leaders in the media aren't talking about. So I'll be wanting to address some of these issues and studying up on them to the best of my ability in presenting what I can, how to make sense of where we should go as a nation. But I'm also looking for interesting people. For people here in this dear city of ours, Montgomery, Alabama. What a city. What a city with rich history. Let's not get bogged down in the politics. Let's have a hopeful future for this city. That's what I hope at least these mayoral candidates offer us. Within reason, of course. 
one person can only do so much. It will take, well, truly a village to build a village. But also people from all over this world. You know, not too long ago, I interviewed a guy named Robert Anthony Peters about his movie Tank Man. He then was able to show that movie in Hong Kong. And that connects us to the news today with the Chinese now amassing a whole group of uh, troops outside of Hong Kong. Seth is back with only a minute to spare. Do you, you, I told the audience, I think you have a small bladder. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. You good? Yeah. All right. You like you know, peeing in the dark down there? <laughs> yeah. I told folks, you know, I'm not the handyman around here, but I told them like two, three days ago, the lights are out in the men's bathroom on that side of the building. <laughs> Hasn't been fixed. See, it was just a little... So in the middle of one break, maybe I'll just go put a light bulb in or <laughs> fix the ballast or something. That's oh, good. God. Yeah, jack of all trades, man. Got to do it mm-hmm. all. But I was telling folks that I, I want to get out more, like I was just telling you. I also want to start, in a serious way, previewing the players in the 2020 presidential campaign. Not just what the news reacting to that day, but what did each person say that day. That's the only way you can get the truth. Um, and, well, it'll be the truth of what they said. Yeah. Uh, what they say may or may not be true, especially you know, in this current cast of characters. And I also want to interview interesting people here in the city, but also people who are creating amazing things all over uh, this country. That's awesome. Talk to interesting people. We'll get a we'll get a routine going. I want to keep up with old friends, too. Um, but we're going to have some fun going forward. It's going to be a hell of the year. Coming up on our two-year anniversary and really... Ooh. Only a month or so. Um, it's time to kick it into high gear. Don't let the news bring you down. Exactly. Enjoy your freedom while you have it, folks. Oh, there's Bishop Barron. That'd be a good guy to interview. Especially as a lapsed Catholic. He'd be a great guy to talk to. Anyway, thank you, Seth. Yeah, man, thank you. I enjoy doing this in the dark with you. Woo! Every time. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow.